You're listening to the Short Shift Podcast, proud member of the Black and Gold Podcast Network. You can support the show by leaving a comment and five-star rating on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Player FM, Google Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcast platforms. Cynically acclaimed, incredibly online. And now your hosts, Thomas Nystrom, Andrew Johnson, and Ian Bonner. Enjoy the show. Hi, folks. Episode 83 of the Short Shift Podcast. This is your host, Thomas Nystrom. I have Ian Bonner and Andrew Johnson with me. How we doing, boys? You know what? Other than the fact that I'm still suffering from COVID, have to miss my cousin's wedding, uh, everything's just falling to shit around me. I'm great. I'm going to tell you why. I'm springing this on both of you. I placed third in the athletics prediction contest out of 1,600 people. So, boom, I know what I'm talking about. That's so fucking crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Third place. I don't get anything out of it. I don't win anything, but like. Like, just think of how few people are in the top third, let alone the top three. I, I read the article going over the results and I'm reading it and my memory sucks. So I'm like, man, I must have. There's no way I got all these right. Like, I must have gotten smoked. And at the end, he's like, yeah, only four people hit 70 points. Ian B was and I'm like, wait, that's me. I'm Ian B. I'm like, anyway, so that's the good thing that happened to me this week on top of all the shit. Pretty awesome, honestly, dude. Yeah, feel good about it. Andrew, what terrible things happened to you this week? It's 97 degrees in Lowell, and I wanted to peel my skin off. Yes. Don't though. I've heard it's really uncomfortable. It's probably not, not as uncomfortable right. as this. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to finish recording, even though we just started, because it's probably going to take me a few minutes to peel my balls off the fucking chair that I'm sitting on. It's so <laughs> fucking humid in Connecticut right now. It's awful. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, to the Short Shift Podcast. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> it's Ladies the general ground noise. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm getting up. <laughs> Boys, we are still on Bergeron Krejci watch. Kill me. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't care anymore at this point. Is it it's, weird that you just don't care now? I know, because like we're a couple point. weeks into it. I, we know it's going to happen. I'm, I'm tired of the speculating and all that stuff. It's I, I'm just going to let it happen and, and not worry about it. We're in, it is too hot, honestly, to worry about hockey. Why, <laughs> folks, folks who are listening this far into the podcast, now three minutes in, why are you listening to a hockey podcast? It is 90-something degrees outside. The fuck is wrong with you? You guys are just as thick <laughs> as we are. I don't know. Have you watched the Red Sox lately? They need something else to look at. Well, luckily, them. they haven't lost a game in four or five days because they haven't played a game in four or five days. So, <laughs> Well, to be fair, hockey is a harbinger for colder weather. So maybe that's the, uh, maybe that's the fantasy we're going for here. Yeah. I'll live in a fantasy world right now. I think that's better. Than How is that different than any other time that you exist? It's a really good point, and I'm not going <laughs> to argue with it. <laughs> Do we even have right. anything to say about Bergeron? Honestly, like it's, it's, I think you nailed it. Like yeah. I, you're almost tired. We're just waiting. Of, yeah. We're just waiting. It's gotten to the point where if it's announced that neither are coming back, obviously there's going to be frustration, but you're also going to be like, 
a piece of me is happy that I at least got the news. Yeah. Right. Like at right. least it's over. Well, yeah. I put on the itinerary. We're at the point now where there are now three certainties in life, death, taxes, and Bergeron watch. Oh yeah. God. Which, <laughs> what, what's going to come first though for me, death or Bergeron watch ending? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Probably, probably both because when Bergeron sighs, you will die. Yeah, that's it. That, yeah. There it is. Either way. Either way works. Yep. With that, let's go to a voicemail. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, let's go to Zach. Hey, guys. What's going on? It's Zach calling in again. Uh, I know that just recently uh, John Gruden was hired as assistant coach. Just want to get your thoughts, see uh, what, what you guys think about uh, him as an assistant coach and what he might be able to bring to, uh, to the Bruins uh, next season. But anyways, I uh, just want to say you guys have been putting out a lot of episodes and uh, it's really awesome to listen to you guys. You guys do such a great job and uh, can't wait to listen to uh, more episodes and, and into the, the next year. So anyways, go Bees. Go Bees. Go, go Bees. Let, so let me take this one in, Ian. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly don't have anything to add. I did not really have this guy on my radar at all. First of all, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, so much. I, I hate that I said it once and then I kept doing it as a bit. Now I hate it. Yep. Uh, yep. It's jump the shark now. Yeah. Second of all, um, I didn't know dick about the guy until yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> something, good. something, racist emails, something, something. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. oh wait, wait, wait. Man, wait. No, no. you want to talk about Don Sweeney going off the board and hiring a football <laughs> coach? <laughs> No, go ahead. Tell me about uh, about hockey, John Gruden. So he's a former Bruins defenseman. He was a defenseman in the system from 1994 to 1997. He's kind of had a bit of a coaching odyssey. He's kind of had a very eventful coaching odyssey. He was an assistant for the United States uh, National Development Team for a couple of years. And then he got a gig in the OHL with the Flint Firebirds in that fateful year, 2015-2016, where they almost folded, if you guys remember that one. We're off to a really good start here. Mm-hmm. They almost So they almost folded, and then they fired Gruden after firing the first guy, and the players were so pissed that they staged a mass walkout and would not come back until Gruden was hired. Well, we hired anyway. So that kind of fosters a player's coach um, reputation with him, which is which everybody seems to which from what I've read, he seems to be very much in the mold of Jim Montgomery, positive reinforcement. You know, how, how long was he with that team before they fired him and they, the guy staged a walkout? 25 games. What do you do in the span of what is what is 25 games? Is that what two months? About what do you what do you do in that? Well, time no, it was it was less about. Know? Well, to be fair, if you guys, if, if anybody listening to this podcast either remembers or wants to read about what happened to Flint, it had nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. They had one of the worst seasons in terms of inner office turmoil of any team in quite a while. That wasn't a professional team named the Chicago Blackhawks, um, but. He was set back in and then fired again 27 games later. <laughs> did they do another walkout or? No, no, they did not. <laughs> but he landed on his feet in Hamilton and won a cup with them. Won a Robertson Cup with them within two years in 2018. So he knows how to get through to younger guys. He parlayed that into being an assistant for four years in the New York Islanders, running their defense and their penalty killing along with current Islanders head coach, Lane Lambert. And now, 
Um, I'm just going to say if he's good enough for Barry Trotz, he's good enough for me. Yeah, I like I like him being part of that that coaching staff for the Islanders over the past few years. I, mm-hmm. I definitely think that's a major, major feather in the cap. Yep, that's about it. And not a single racist email that we know of. That's, that's pretty good. That's massive, good. honestly. Huge for me. Huge for me. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> definitely getting like weird Jackie Moon vibes of a player's <laughs> coach in Flint in a terrible league that doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Oh, man. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just picturing the fro. And yeah. the, oh, traded, traded somebody for a washing machine type shit. I bet that he was... had an afro and then Trotz made him cut it. That's probably yeah. what happened. Out of jealousy because Trotz can't grow fucking anything. <laughs> <laughs> that actually wasn't a bad movie. No. Shit was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, that was good stuff for sure. <sighs> so, yeah. So, that's it about Gruden. Um, decent hire. Good hire, uh, depending on how you look at it. If he's, like I said, good enough for Trotz, good enough for me. That's a solid addition to the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Do we know what his role on that coaching staff is expected to be? I'm going to guess he's just going to take over what Kevin Dean was doing. I think that's probably fair. No. What do we know about the rest of the staff, though? Sacco and Kelly are Still? have been retained. Yeah, yes. that's all that matters. I don't know. I don't. I don't know much about him. There's a reason he's here. We'll give him a shot, uh, at least for 27 games. Yeah, and if if he, uh, and then we'll have a walkout, and then we'll do it again. Yeah, yeah. there we go. <laughs> you, think, you think Jacobs would ever capitulate to something like that? Jake yeah, we'll DeBrusque. <laughs> Jake DeBrusque leads a walkout of the Bruins. <laughs> Could you imagine? No, no there's a walkout. There's a walkout and Jake DeBrusque is the only one to stay and he comes skating out on the ice like like uh, Charlie Conway. <laughs> that's even better. Everyone uh, goes, that's my captain. Yep. That's the- oh, my God. Jesus. Jake DeBrusque captain. <laughs> we, are, we are in the worst part of summer right now because... <laughs> This this is terrible hockey content. Everybody, yeah, who's, everybody who's, listen, who's listening, please understand, we scraped the barrel for no, stuff to talk about no. this week. <laughs> please understand that I have a fever that keeps spiking around 103. I should be held responsible for none of my words, as <laughs> usual, by the way, for this podcast. As that usual. Is, so yeah, you you're always not have a 103 fever? You need to get looked at, looked at, bud. No, I'm just always given a complete pass for whatever I say at all times. That's that's what I'm saying. That's what the uh, being the talent of the show gives you. That's the cachet you get. Some say the talent, some say the drama. So, you know. They're both right (laughs) okay i'm gonna go ahead and open the floor up to andrew so he can get this shit out uh byron vader prospect analyst ranks the bruins as the worst prospect pool in the entire nhl andrew i know you give a fuck about that article i personally don't (laughs) i don't care whatsoever i'm gonna go ahead and let you i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you a few minutes to air your grievances here and then Ian, I'll let you follow it up because I know you're more on the board with me than Andrew in this point, where this shit just means nothing to me. But Andrew, go ahead. Swap. See what I meant about scraping. Mm-hmm. So Byron Bader is a prospect analyst who who bases his model on a on a uh, equation called NHLE, which predicates likelihood of making it to the NHL. It is entirely based on data that 
only scores league, time, size, points. Keep that in mind. He ranks the Bruins last in the league. This model had Ottawa as a bottom five prospect pool in the NHL. Has Toronto's system over Carolina's. Has Fabian Liesel's pro comparison to Zach Cashian. Has Mason Lorai's pro comparison to Paul Postma. Has Slavkovsky, the first pick in the draft, going 16th. Has Fabian Liesel in his draft going 92nd. It's 100% on development. The, the problem that I have with it, and it's a huge problem, why people are taking it as gospel, is that it doesn't quantify things on the ice. It quantifies entirely data from players that are coming from certain leagues, certain, certain leagues, certain timelines. It doesn't put any variable into account. And the fact that fans are using this as yet another bullet in the chamber to shit on the team or shit on Sweeney is ridiculous to me. It's not gospel. Prospect analytics are so far behind, so far behind everywhere else in the league. When you can quantify analytics, a lot of analytics on the ice, and that's fine. But when you start getting into stuff that has no room for error, no room for variables, you can't, that's not fact. That's Prob that's possibility. That's more. That's less probability and more possibility. Can I can I interject just for a second? Sure. <laughs> Carry on. I am. I am just. I'm floored that the same people that decry analytics as taking over the game or ruining or ruining the game are the same people that are using this chart as yet another salvo it's ridiculous to me am i dumb enough to think that the bruins have anything more than a bottom 10 prospect pool yeah no <laughs> shut up <laughs> left it left it on a tee for you bud <laughs> but the fact that it's being taken as this irrefutable cold hard fact when there's so much more to it than that is just something that really pissed me off also, another thing, he has Brett Harrison listed as a higher impact NHLer than Fabian Liesel. Stop. Stop it. I no. agree that that ranking was all over the place. It was just ridiculous. I read it and I thought it was satire the first time I read it. And then I had to go back and be like, oh, no, people are. This is a real. OK, here's why I don't give a shit. <laughs> the people who are dunking on the Bruins with this, had we been ranked 24th would have said the same shit that they still would have dunked on the Bruins with it because we were on 24th. I don't know if we're 32nd. I don't know if we're 24th. I like to believe we're closer to, you know, the, the lower twenties. I like to believe that. I don't know enough about every team's prospects. This kind of stuff comes out. I mean, didn't ESPN just run a story on a fake report like, didn't that just happen? Uh, and yep. it had a ridiculous name. Yep. It was the second time this year that they did it. Remember the Bishop Sycamore High School football team? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was the name of this this runaround? It was it was something completely ridiculous. I can't remember it. But re regardless, am I going to expect people to actually do their research on anything on Twitter? 
come on, what are we doing? <laughs> like, hey, look at this article I found and didn't read, but I'm going to share it based off the title and, and, and make an argument out of it. It's Twitter, man. What are we well, doing? It's also more that like major sports reporters are also picking it up too. That's when it starts ah. getting a little murky. People need to actually spend some time researching stuff. It's, it's, or I am not, grass. I am so, mm-hmm. I'm so burnt out on, I mean, I don't even argue with people on social media and I'm already burnt out on it. I can't do it. I don't care. If you want to jump on and say something asinine like that, like once in a while, I'll have a conversation with somebody, but for the most part, you believe what you want to, man. I'm not, I'm not in it to correct anybody anymore. That's going to bite me in the ass. That sound bite right there is going to bite Clip me it. in Clip the it. fucking ass. Clip it now. Clip it now. That's bad. <laughs> Should not say stuff like that. It's fine. Don't yeah, cut so that's it, Thomas. That's, that's my whole take on all that. It's, it's just, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything. Mm-hmm. Somebody that's else could it. turn around and write their prospect article the same way. And put them 15th overall. Pretty sure it was just like a graphic, too. It wasn't yeah. even a full article. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but the and explanation he, that he had behind that is is kind of what we're he's getting at when I oh, say. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm not even going to say we. It's it's Andrew. Andrew, Andrew mm-hmm. got very hurt by this. <laughs> I'm crushed, man. <laughs> Show me on the chart where he hurt you. Uh, right around 32 at the bottom. Oh, here. There it is. Right, oh, right, around, right, right around the red rocket at 32. Yes. <laughs> red means hot. So yeah, that means we hot. <laughs> we hot. We're going down in flames. Yeah. I mean, got, I've got really nothing to actually talk about as far as that article goes. I just want to give believe we're even talking about it. it we, we, we had to Andrew forced it upon us. I literally shoved it in your face. Mm-hmm. Any any changes? I don't want to. I don't want to spend too much time on this. We're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to another voicemail. Yeah. Okay. Hey guys, it's uh, Andrew Born Bruin seven seven. Uh, I was just wondering, since uh, Andrew is now an RFA and is headed to arbitration, um, what kind of a package are you guys looking for to trade his rights? And do you have any idea who would want this guy anyway? All right, guys. Love the show. I didn't really catch what his question was. I did. Um, so, uh, Anj asking who we could trade the rights of Zaka to. I, I, uh, the Bruins. I, I don't think they're going to look for that. They, they, if there was a trade... Shoot, this is a tough question. If, if you really were thinking trade, hey... We're going to arbitration. We're not going to want to pay this. Let's let's push him to another team. I don't know if you could really send him to anyone for anything other than like a late pick at this point. Also, that and um, any trade involving Zaka now is going to look atrocious. I'd actually be one of those people that'd be like, "All right, Halla was a cap dump. That's fine." I really wouldn't bother me that much. I was just that's not the only way it would make sense. Yeah, I've I've been I've been a little bit off of social media just out of busyness the last couple of days. Is this a something that's going on? Is this something that a lot of people are talking about? The possibility of trading his rights? I haven't seen a lot of it, honestly. I think they're going to want to try to pay him. I want to. I think they want to do at least a little bridge deal, and and see what they can do. And I think Zaka wants to be here. His wife is from Needham. He spends his summers in Somerville. What a like, nice place to have a nice summer. Yeah, balls hot. <laughs> God, 
But a it's, lot of balls talk in this yeah. episode. Yeah. Yep. And you know that it satisfies the two requirements to be a Boston Bruin: be checking, be in Boston. Mm-hmm. And he's big, so people like him automatically. I think I'd like to see him play a year in Boston. I don't think he's going to get moved, but if he gets moved, it's for a crappy pick at best. You're not. Maybe the Blackhawks would take him for a crappy pick or something. I don't want to give the Blackhawks anything. I, I, I said that out loud, and now I don't even know why the Blackhawks would do that. <laughs> They're trying to hoard picks. Like, I, did, I just, I immediately, you ever say something and immediately be like, wait, that was a stupid take. Arizona, maybe? I don't know. Give us your first, and give us your first, and we'll take Zaka. Oh, what a deal. <laughs> no protection. <laughs> yeah, because of how, how hard you're going to get fucked in that trade. Yeah. Jesus. I do think that Zaka's number won't be crazy, and I think we are going to clear enough cap space that it's it's going to work with him and Krejci and Bergeron. Three and a quarter is my prediction. I was just about to say, Andrew, give us an, an over-under for uh, for his number. Three and a quarter. Three, three and a quarter. Mm-hmm. I think it might end up taking a little bit more, but I think that's a pretty good ballpark at least like anything under four and i'm fine yeah like maybe three four maybe not maybe three and a half but i think we're going to start being surprised with the cap going up by a little bit and it's supposed to the next couple years gradually rise again Mm -hmm. we i used to have this problem i used to get stuck on old numbers from previous seasons these contracts are going to keep every year there's going to be a number that surprises you for a guy and i Mm -hmm. we're going to have to get back into that mode well, it's I, I think I think you're right. I think it's just two years before escrow is paid off. Yeah, and then we'll probably look at a pretty decent bump. Yeah, I spent the the ESPN and Turner contracts. They're kind of it. See, it sounds like what they're doing is that they're pulling the money now, and then they're just going to shoot it all over everybody's faces in two years. Oh, Why is this episode amazing. so sexually aggressive? How did you get anything sexual out of that? You shoot pervert? it all over his face. Yeah, like yeah, like a water bottle. I did oh. a hand motion. I didn't yeah, you did. <laughs> it's kind of like how you jerked off a teapot last week. Yeah. <laughs> two teapots, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Two teapots. <laughs> I'm skiing. Uh, oh, my God. For all the ladies listening. We We're sorry. I'm so sorry. I hope my wife doesn't listen to this one. Mm-hmm. She, she won't. She won't. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have a bit of trivia for you guys. Oh no. So bad at trivia. And I'm gonna open this up. This it's it's complete guessing game. I'm gonna open this up to listeners because the first one to get this right wins. I'm looking over here at my little wall of ruin shit. <laughs> Ooh. I have a nineteen ninety-six starting lineup Adam Oates action figure. Still what? in the packaging. You just gonna chuck that out there? What I the will, fuck? I will send it to the first person who gets this right. I accidentally heard it listening to another podcast, and it jumped onto the very first episode of the Short Shift Podcast that I opened the show with. I folks, what episode was that? Wait, give me a number. This is the 83rd episode, so it's either 1 through 83, or... No, that's pretty much it. It's literally it's all 83. Be, right? <laughs> um, 6 or 7? 
Okay, oh, that's man. two answers. So let's focus on one, Andrew. <laughs> let's, let's bring it down. Hey, you, I'm gonna go. You can't with, get it wrong if your answer is everything. <laughs> I'm gonna go with thirteen. I'm gonna guess that it took a while okay. to find I, folks. That was, that was that's fair. That's fair. I'll say about seven. I'll say seven. I feel like I feel like that. I feel like that's been a staple since almost the very beginning. So I'll say seven. Okay. Think about how much time that is. Seven is a month and three quarters. Like, it's weird when you list off the numbers, these, it just feels like, oh, yeah, over like a four week span, it was 12 episodes. No, it's like mm -hmm. one a week. 83 is a ton of fucking time. Yep. Yeah. You weren't even but a glint in our eye, Ian. Nope. I was, I was in the ball sack still. I was still. <laughs> Whose ball sack were you in, Ian? <laughs> follow up. Follow that up. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, in the in the in the short shifts. Which short, ball sack were you the in? The short shafts pods. <laughs> the short shaft pod? Is that what we no, are the now? Short shafts pods. You know. Let's be honest. Shaft. We're definitely the short shaft pod at this point. <laughs> Is this a? Are we oh actually my god! I, I love I love the both of you. I love the both of you. <laughs> Why does anyone listen to this? <laughs> Unsubscribe. <laughs> Unsubscribe. Or five stars. I don't yes, know. One or five others. stars. Well, folks, I don't know if we have too much else. <laughs> well, I, I think Andrew wanted to dunk on another thing here. Oh, yeah. Let's go ahead. Let's this, go ahead is the, this is the Andrew Twitter battle episode. <laughs> Fluto seemed to walk back his posture knock. Doesn't want to be here. Oh, you're going to shit on Fluto? <laughs> I mean, I mean. Oh, God. No, but this is a good conversation. This really is. So this is this is a fair conversation. The other one was just Andrew getting butt hurt by an article that doesn't matter. <laughs> Pluto, fair. Pluto, somewhat in an amateur way, tosses out this whole pasta might not stay, mm -hmm. right? And then CBS or something ran with a story. Yeah, yeah that right. basically was pasta won't stay if Sweetie stays. Yes kind of compounding on Fluto's stuff. And then Fluto most recently, as Andrew's saying, he kind of walks it back saying pasta won't play here. If Sweeney is here, he kind of brings it back the other way as in, Hey, this is a very tenable situation. In the latest he time. literally says both sides want to get a deal done quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of the opposite of the original article. Right. Mr. Fluto. Who is your source, Fluto? <laughs> I never felt like Fluto was actually saying, hey, pasta won't stay. I thought he was kind of jumping into the mood of the fan base and it was doomsday. We talked about this. The, the whole he ran with an unnamed source that texted him. Did he run with it? Run with it, though? Yes, he did. OK, I mean, he, right. he printed it. Once, it just, you print, once you print it, you sprint. You print never sprint. It never, he never solely said, hey, pasta will not stay. He just said that there's like a possibility that, and you have to be aware of this circumstance. Mm. I think that's fair. I didn't like the way he did it. No, that's just it, Ian. The way that he did it muddies the message that you're trying, that you're trying to say that he's trying to convey. Sure. Yes. He muddied it all up. If your message is, it's a pasta is a distinct possibility that he might he might leave and you have a genuine good faith discussion about it of all of like the possibility that he that he could not be a Bruin come next summer. Fine. But genuine that, good faith shit 
doesn't sell clicks in articles and there you go et cetera, et cetera. there you fucking go Thomas. you don't Nailed talk it. a month and a half later after an article came out about that type of shit you talk about the controversial stuff the problem that we had when it came out was fluto never did this crap before and he does it with more and more frequency and it bothers me yeah it genuinely bothers me that one of my go-to uh writers pisses me off now yeah like i yeah. now i find something in almost everything i read from him and i get upset by it because it's like bro that's not your writing style that's that's trash writing that that and that's a very so good, good point. and he's so good at covering this yeah. team and has done it for a while why are you leaning on that i'm sure it's directive from athletic because athletic seems to be it really sucks too because they started so good because it was enjoy a, a lot be, of their writers no yeah. absolutely but it's it's still it's there's a drop off in th what i felt was an excellent publication mm -hmm. like that yeah. was a go-to source for people who genuinely want to fucking read about their team and, worth and they the want sub. to learn about their team more spe specifically and worth the sub yeah. And some of their long form stories are still fucking yeah. incredible. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But then you get shit like this. Yeah. Well, I do want to ask. But again, here we are talking about it. So, yeah. I do want to ask because, look, the article is the article. It's going to walk back everything. But on the pasta situation, how confident are you that we get him locked down before the season starts? I don't know about before the season. To be Neither honest. do I. I because think I feel like I feel like yeah. we're getting late in the game and there's other things that need to happen for this franchise uh, just to be able to field a fucking team. Um, I do think he resigns. I don't know if it happens before the start of the season. That said, it might happen tomorrow. It might happen before this episode is even fucking edited and I could be wrong and I will fucking run around the house naked. Scare the shit out of my dogs. <laughs> Well, make sure that your balls are peeled out of the chair first. God, do that, yeah. That's the only way to air them out. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, what do you think? Um, I, I think that's a very, a very minute possibility that he signed by this summer. Ew, um, don't agree but if with he, me, dude, don't agree with me. But if Ew. you, if you ask me, <laughs> if you, ask, how dare I, but if you wait, no, that doesn't sell clips. I'm agreeing. No, I disagree. I disagree with you, Thomas. I think he won't be signed for the summer. Wait. I think he signs with the Celtics. Fuck all of you. Okay. Yeah. Right. No, he'll play wide receiver for the Patriots. Let's go. Yeah, I'll Bird. take him. <laughs> Seriously. Right now. Ask me, ask me in January. Ask me in January. Um, I'll ask say in January. Winter. If you think he signs before the season. No, <laughs> cut that. Sorry. No, go ahead. I, I, that mistake stay in the pod. God damn it. <laughs> I think he signs by January. Okay. I think it's more realistic that he signs in the middle of the season. I am hoping for the signs. trade deadline. Okay. I am hoping he signs this off season. Hey, because it makes me not worry about the deadline and B we are going to have to talk about this extension. So many times mm. over the next six months yeah oh you I know once wanna... you know once bergeron signs and crazy signs we're going on pasta watch how many times did we talk about the number back when it was good yeah yeah welcome it to the right. it worked out all right <laughs> it did work out really well oh man pasta is going to be a conversation piece for a long time hey he won the uh, i think he was number one in the style rankings sarah Siv style rankings this is just a The Athletic podcast now, apparently. Um, <laughs> but she does style rankings uh, throughout the season, and Pasta was number one. And let's be honest, guys. 
everybody listening, there is more substance to the Sarah Siv style rankings than there was the Brian Bader article or, <laughs> or graphic. <laughs> Just want to make yeah, that well, well, You want to know why? Because the Sarah Siv style rankings actually talked about tangible hockey players. This is true. Uh, those, those guys can dress, man. Hmm. I want that kind of money. I would not put the effort in. I don't know why I'm lying to all of you guys. But none of them can afford socks. So I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a weird thing to notice. But all right. <laughs> why are you looking at feet, Thomas? <laughs> We're not going to kink shame Thomas on this podcast. We're not going to do it. Weird We're shit, not. man. It ain't feet, baby. It's ankles. No <laughs> <laughs> ankles. Oh, wow. <laughs> Let me see a vein across those ends. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let me see that Oh, man. Oh, my God. Do we have anything else? No. Let me go to bed. Um, For anybody who made it this far during the podcast, we're I sorry. appreciate you staying with us. I really hope that next week there's more news for the Bruins to actually discuss. Uh, and we've we've really busted our ass the last couple of weeks to just give us give give everybody listening the NHL news that we find worthwhile. But it's been a quiet week across the board. Nassim Kadri is still unsigned. Well, that's the thing. Once Kadri is signed, once Kachuk is traded, sorry, Flames fans, like once it really, once it finally settles down with the big players really on teams, we can talk about our expectations for next year. Yes. Of what teams should be powerhouses, what teams should be bottom feeders. Like we can start doing the prediction stuff. But until that happens, it's really difficult to start making those assumptions. Ian, why would we bother doing the prediction stuff? You're just going to win anyway, like you always apparently do. Yeah, I'm just a, a natural bread winner. <laughs> you, certainly, you certainly are people bread. listening at home could just see his face when he said that. Because there was so much disappointment. Are, you certainly are bread, Ian. Yeah, that's what my, Never mind, I'm not. That <laughs> sentence was going to get me in trouble. I think that I have nothing left to say on this podcast. All right. Andrew, closing thoughts? Nothing except go bees. Go bees. Go bees. Go bees. Go bees. Later, everybody. Bye. Too sexy for this cash. Too sexy for this serve. Too sexy for these pills. I'm too sexy for this. I get cash wherever I fly. Got bitches sexing on me. Money cars and all the jewelry make a bill of sexy. I get cash wherever I fly. Got bitches sexing on me. Yeah. Wow. I'm too sexy for this sir, too sexy for your girl, too sexy for this world, too sexy for this ice, too sexy for that jack, yeah, yeah. I'm too sexy for this chain, too sexy for your game, too sexy for this fame. You believe what you want, man. I'm not, I'm not in it to correct anybody anymore. That's gonna bite me in the ass. That sound bite right there is gonna bite me in the fucking ass. Clip it now. Clip it now. That's bad. <laughs> Should not say stuff like that.